TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Yasu and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, Marcus Pierce here with you in Ikaria with the Ikarian Aphrodite. He's on our very last night here. It's dessert time. And my brother from another mother, the great Damien Christoph, is here with us. Hello, great man. Hello, great man. Great to be here with you. It's uh, always interesting doing one of these things live. Um, I feel a bit raw. I feel a bit naked. I haven't... Um why? You're fully clothed. <laughs> well, kind of got an audience. It's a bit funny. It's a bit strange. Um, and Thea is right next to me. And I, it's just, um, I don't know whether it makes me want to get my clothes off or I just feel ah. naked already. I'm not too sure. But, uh. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just pull right up here before you go too far because right. we are here with nine of our Aphrodites and our wonderful host, Thea Pedicos. Thea, for probably the fifth time, a uh, very sincere welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. Please do keep your clothes on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as hard as it might be for you, okay. keep your clothes on. Um, it is our last night here. Um, they are, some of us are welling up uh, with tears at the idea of leaving. Uh, it's been a profound nine nights and ten days. Um, before we throw it open to our Aphrodites, why do you think this island has such a profound impact on people? It's, the, it's almost the exact opposite of what you know, of what you know in the city, of what you know in the Western world, for example. Our philosophy of living is completely different. Uh, we're not such great consumers. We're not really interested so much in consumerism and materialism as a whole. We have a different way of looking at life and living, and our values are a bit different. Our relationships are more intense, I think, here. We are much, much more affectionate and open to affection than you would see in the city, of course, but in the city you're surrounded mostly by strangers, aren't you? Mm. So there's um, quite a few differences. So, so one thing you mentioned there, and um, Shelby brought this up with us today. Shelby's just going, what is he going to say? Um, Today we thanked Marika and her family uh, on the patio um, for having us in Nas, um, for um, opening up her house to all of us here. And Shelby said at lunch just after we had thanked uh, Marika and her family that it almost felt uncomfortable at the, the, the depth of emotion that uh, Marika um, showed towards us. Shelby, just going to put you on the spot. Would you be happy to share a little bit of what you felt when Marika was there sharing her gratitude for all of us? Sure. Um, it was uncomfortable for me because in my culture and the way I've been brought up, uh, we didn't do the kissing on each cheek, and she made sure she went around and kissed each one of us on each cheek and really expressed her emotion to us, where I saw some of us were able to do that, and some of us were like, oh, okay, hi, thanks. And it was uncomfortable um, for those who aren't used to it. Yeah. So for all of us that are about to get on a plane to go home tomorrow, probably the biggest challenge we all have is how to get to the place where we can be comfortable in the uncomfortable realm of emotions. Uh, for someone that's lived here on the island for 25 years, you're married to an Ikarian, you're born into Ikarian family, how do you actually 
how do you think people like us can go to that level or that depth in our relationships despite how scary it is despite how uncomfortable it is the level of love that we've felt whilst we've been here seems very difficult for people in this group but just in humanity at large to replicate how do you think we go about it I think you should begin with your immediate circle, your immediate family, your close friends, not co-workers, but people that you sincerely care about, and just touch a little bit more, but that's taboo now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is, but it is, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it, but wow. it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, pat on the shoulder, it can be offensive. High fives, shaking the hands. Um, that's okay? All, no, no. Oh, it's not okay. Be, no, you can't, I don't know if you can high five. As much you could definitely can't hug in the office, but you're talking about in the family relationship. In the family relationship with close friends, begin with that. Begin with that. I don't know if you've noticed it, but even with our friends, we're very physical and affectionate. And men with women, women with men, it's it's not not a sexual thing. It's an affection type of a thing. Um, but I think also that we starve for touch. Yeah. That that makes sense because we do that a lot. You know, we're very. But I think if you begin with your close circle, your close friends, and then see how it goes. Mm, absolutely. Um, the, the social side of it when we get home is something that many people have a, a mantra of, I don't have time. Hmm. I don't have time to socialize. I don't have time to have people over. There's one thing that we've all felt uh, since we've been here is that it's almost the one thing that we have had, and that is the time to... Uh, get to a certain level or a depth. Um, again, for someone that's lived in the big cities and in the small island of Ikaria, how do you think we get over that limiting belief of time when we return back home? Okay, so time's not an enemy and time's not your boss. Time is not a god that you have to bow to or anything like this. I th we always have obligations. We have our kids, their studies, their extracurricular activities, our work, our family, people that need us, different things that we have to do. But I'll leave the dirty laundry and go for coffee. You know, it'll be there when I get home. Who cares? Um, little things like that, I think. I don't have time. Today's my house cleaning day. I think we've become very regimentalized also in our lives. And I think people get thrown off if they don't follow their routine and their program. Use people come here, if there's no program, it's almost a shock. They have no control. I think this has part of it also. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I can't imagine that to be the case. <laughs> Thea, uh, we've had a few discussions. In fact, I was uh, chatting with our great friend, Anthula, um, previously known as, also known as Anthea, uh, or Annie. Yeah. And we'll talk about uh, trying to fit everything that you could possibly do into the day. So you might wake up in the morning, meditate, uh, move from meditation to yoga, go from yoga to Pilates, um, then go and have a green smoothie sitting in the corner um, by yourself, and then move from there to have some poached eggs, find yourself at work, um, then have some fizzy this water. Before work? This is the thing, right? Yeah, so this is a... Before work? Got to write in your gratitude journal. Um, what else would you need to do? Yeah, you got to write your mantras. Yeah, post one or two things up. You got to do Instagram photos, all this sort of. There's a lot of things you got to get done. And then if somebody says to you, you "Want to catch up for a coffee?" Uh, people might say, "Well, I've got to go to the gym, and then when I get back from the gym, I've got to you know poach some chicken and cook some kale um, and slice some avocado, you know, for tomorrow's lunch, so that I know what I'm going to be doing." You know, so. 
we've got this kind of regimentalization ishness um, in Australia. Um, and also in the US, where we feel like in order to be healthy, we've got to pack our day full of healthy things. What's your take on that? When do you relax and just chill? Oh, no, that's later. <laughs> once, you've done, once you've done everything. <laughs> once you've done everything. What's my take on that? What's my take on that? That's a good question. It's a lot to do in one day. Yeah, I know that's, I mean, that's exaggerated and I'm being a bit facetious, but we do try to do lots of different things in order to be healthy. Um, you know, we add different powders to our smoothies. We have superfoods so that we can live a long time. We don't drink the red wine just in case we get alcohol. Um, we might just take the polyphenols in a capsule, you know. So it's, it's not lifestyle. It's, um, it's, it's ways in which we try and hack the system. You look surprised. You would you would rather take a glass of wine and a pill instead of enjoy a glass of wine? Yeah, resveratrol, polyphenols. Um, we'd do anything to feel like science had had won over nature. Okay. Science is dominating nature. Um, In Australia, it's all about science. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, science is good. I mean, science has its place, but nature has her place too, you know, and a glass of wine is still really something to be enjoyed. So if we just turn this, just flip it a bit, um, what would your typical day be? We've just kind of been making a mockery of the many people's Australian or Western world morning routine. What is your morning routine? You wake up and? Okay, I'm not using myself as an example. No, you're a great example. No, I'm not because I wake up, I'm running a business. I'm not a typical home person with a regular typical job. You know what I mean? My job is very intense in the summer, then very quiet in the winter. A typical person who has a typical kind of a job, uh, we all work more in the summer no matter what. But generally speaking, you'll wake up, you'll do your housework, whatever has to be done. You'll tend to your garden, your animals, this type of a thing, and then you'll go to your work. So a lot of times it's the men who take care of the animals, which is nice. Um, a lot of my friends, they have their own little gardens and things like that. Again, my husband has the garden at me, so I get the benefits, but he has to do the work. But generally speaking, you're doing stuff outside, whether it's cleaning outside. We don't spend so much time inside, you know. We're more outside. So you're either waking up, making your coffee, getting stuff done outside, cleaning outside, your animals, your gardens, going to your work. You don't know what time you get done from work unless you work in an office that has very set hours, but even that cannot that can be changed. You can have an office job. Maybe you go to 11 in the morning, you're there until 8 at night. It's not 9 to 5. We don't have this mentality, first of all. But we don't go home. I don't know if it's the same still. We don't go home, have dinner, sit on the couch, watch TV for two hours, and then go to bed. I don't know if this is still a typical thing in the evening. Um... But we do keep active. We keep moving, whether it's visiting, working. There's, we're just in motion. Yep. It might be slow motion to you, but it's in motion. No, it's absolutely in motion. And I've got a question. If anyone has a question, please raise your hand and we'll come to you in a moment. Um, I don't think I don't. I can't speak for the other uh, Aphrodites here, but we have not watched a minute of TV mm-hmm. since we've been here. Um, that was on your phone. That doesn't, it doesn't seem to count, but maybe it does because it was on your phone. Um, maybe we've watched an hour um, in, in 10 days. The average is six hours per day. Well, that's a lot. And in America, I think it might even be eight hours per day. Really? It's a lot of TV. The Netflix effect, 
the Netflix effect is is off the charts, doesn't even come close. Why don't you succumb to that type of global influence? Again, our lifestyles are different. We're outside a lot. We're social. But you could, you could succumb to it easily. You could all get a TV and start watching Oh, we Netflix, do watch TV. Definitely Yeah, but I'm talking TV. like you could watch it four hours a night from, you know, if 7 to 11. In the wintertime, we watch more TV. When the weather's bad and we're in the house, we're not, maybe we're not going out to visit or we're not doing something. In the wintertime, we do watch more TV. But in the summertime, everybody's out visiting, doing things. If we have company over, the TV's off. We don't have the TV on when we have company over. And if we're at someone's house, unless it's the news and there's something going on, it's like, did you hear that? Put the news on. Let's see what they say. Um, the TV's off. But the TV, I don't think, is so important here. The older people enjoy it. They love their cereals, and they talk about the people like they're really live people, you know. They're hilarious, the older people. Um no, we don't watch TV the way we do in the States. We don't watch it here in Nicaria the way we do in the States. Yeah. Yeah. Questions? Annie? Do you ever wonder, like, do you ever worry about how much sleep you're getting? Because I know back home, everyone is so obsessed with making sure you get between eight and nine hours sleep. And if you get any less than that, then you can't operate any more than that. And you've had too much sleep and then you're overtired. Like everyone's goal is to make sure they get the right amount of sleep. But you guys seem to stay up so late. And then you still get up quite early. Yeah. No, I've never thought about in that sense. And I actually have never had a conversation with anybody thinking about sleep time in that sense. You're tired, you go to bed. You know? You wake up when you have to wake up. If you're tired the day and you have a chance, you take a little cat nap or you go to bed early. But some days, you, sometimes maybe you want to sleep 10 hours, sometimes maybe you want to sleep five hours. Do you set an alarm? No, only this morning, but I turned it off and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't see you guys. <laughs> what, about, what about your children? What about like if the kids have school? Definitely. When the kids were growing up at school, like was your lifestyle... Different was it like, all right, up between six and seven and get out of the house by eight, eight thirty so the kids can get to school on time? Like Oh definitely, of course. That's part of that's a normal part of life. You can't get away from that. The alarm was turned on, breakfast was made, lunches were taken care of, get the kids off to school, then have your coffee. Yeah. That's that's a normal mom all over the world, I think, yeah. you know. <laughs> if yeah. you have kids in school, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Quite, uh, Kerry, can you pass that around to Kerry? Mm. Coming kiss, coming kiss. There we go. Do you use sunscreen? No. No, I haven't used sunscreen in a long time. Maybe I should, I don't know. But when I'm at the beach, I like to swim. I might stay there for a half hour or so, but that's it. I'm outside of the water, I mean. My total time outside of the water might be a half hour. We're not so interested in sun tanning here. Um, the majority of us, our suntans are probably just from being outside naturally. I don't know if Marina uses sunscreen. I don't know, to be truthful with you. We don't see, we, we don't see a lot of locals putting sunscreen on. They all seem to have wonderful skin and they're not red. They've got a, a wonderful tan, but I'm not looking for a sciencey answer, but why do you think we're so obsessed with sunscreen 
all around the planet. Yes, but you're... Okay, I don't know if sunscreen is good, bad, or what have you. You know, I don't know what the effects are, what they're showing down the lines like this. But also, I think Mediterraneans, um, we don't burn so easy either. But we're, we have sun all the year round. We have our rainy season when it's maybe cloudy and all this for some days. But generally speaking, there's sun in between. We'll get some days of sun. But a lot of Europeans come here and they're obsessed with the sun. They'll still spend five hours on the beach, no problem, which we think is really bad. So I think it has to do with our mentality. Because we're outside in the sun, we don't have this obsession. Um, another question? Right. What about movement? This is the one thing that a lot of people struggle with on their return. We've been on hikes, we've done canyon walks, we've... We've gone, uh, we've gone downhill to visit water mills and I, I, I would think our group this year has really got an appreciation of, for want of a better term, how hard it is to live on the island given the gradients, given there's no flat land, movement is required, cars are overrated, there's a lot of walking. We've probably walked, I'm not sure what you guys think, probably between 20 and 30 k's just in, in, in hikes. Um, but for a lot of people when they get home, they find it really difficult to justify the time to move. So our whole well, yeah. So our whole view is that incidental movement is a is a really big key. Not the movement. Do you remember the year we first came here in Damo and I went for a walk? I know a run. The first year and we came back and it was breakfast time. We said, "Where have you guys been?" And we said, "We've been for a run." And you're like, "To where and why?" <laughs> and we're like, "Just because." And you're like, "But why?" Um, you know, what were you running from? That's right. What goats were chasing after you? Um, you know, but tonight, just when we were having a couple of drinks before dinner, uh, I don't know who saw it, but they're like, look, Yanni's walking down the steps. My uncle or my Your uncle. Your uncle from his house down. And it was fascinating. Ilya, Ilya, come in here, Ilya. Come in, come in, come in. Thayer's incredible husband, Ilya, is about to join us and Hi, Yanni yeah. is just here. Ilya, let's put the question to you. So we saw Yanni walking down the steps tonight from his house to come down to the village mm -hmm. and it was, it was wonderful to watch a man that, yes, he may be in ailing health, but he has his stick and he has his independence and he chooses to walk. So many people in every other country in the world, many other countries in the world will say, I'm too old to walk, I'm too old to go down the steps, I'm too old to do it. Why do you think um, Ikarians uh, have this innate determination to move no matter what their age? Do you need to translate that or does that make sense? Latino means Ikariotes have this determination to move as the the θα μπορούσα να πει ότι είμαι γέρος, δεν μπορώ να περπατάω τόσο εύκολα πια δεν κατε... και να μην κατεβεί. Αισθάνεται κάθε μέρα ότι θέλει να δει κάτι, πώς το λένε, βλέπει κόσμο, βλέπει φώτα. Because he wants to see what's going on. He sees people, he sees lights. He wants to see, he wants to come down and be part of it. Yeah. And that's, I would say that's natural from... It's FOMO. It's like you don't want to see... It's FOMO. He saw the two or three tourist buses of 150 people, which we were all affronted at. I loved it. Annie, Annie was not okay with that because it's like, get off my island. Yeah, I was just sitting reading and I looked up. And I was like, oh. 
And Damo at Cristo yesterday, when he saw the bus, he was like, Get off my island! Yeah, I told him. I gave it to him. <laughs> can every, hold on a minute. Can everybody see what is coming? Yeah. Where's he gone? Has he gone to turn the music down? Well, he'll get a great big surprise when he walks through. You make sure that you tell the great man, Marina, what is inside. He's out there turning the music down. Here he comes, Damien Christoph. Five, four, three, two, one. Baklava. Baklava. You told me. That means you lied to me. I did lie to you. And even when you twisted him, he he didn't give in. Didn't buckle. He didn't buckle. No, good yeah. for didn't you. Buckle. For those people wondering why I got so excited, it's my favourite dessert of all time, including ice cream. And um, Marcus told me today that I wasn't getting any baklava on the very last night. He said that he went to the bakery. There was 400 things there, and none of them were the ones that we wanted. And um, so he's been conspiring. And I never ever thought I never ever thought that I'd see the day that Marcus would lie to me. It's worth lying over, isn't it's it? It's a nice thing, though. Thanks very much. It's worth lying over. <laughs> you can have all that baklava. Thank you. All that baklava. Go for it. No, thank you. I think this is a wonderful time to say thank you to you, Thea. My pleasure. Thank you for your love, your dedication, your spontaneity, your care, your generosity um, to our incredible group this year, um, the service that you provide to the island. A lot of the feedback has been they've loved seeing the relationships develop um, in the village and you're a central part of that and we cannot thank you enough for giving us such a unforgettable and honestly there's no other way to say it. We will never, ever, ever forget the experience that you have helped us to enjoy this year. So on behalf of our entire group here, thank you so much for it's what you do. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, we can't wait to be back. If you'd like to join us in 2020, uh, head on over to 100notout.com. Um, to all of our incredible Aphrodites, to Lynn, to Shelby, to Annie, Tracy, to Roz, to Kerry, to Despina, to Natice, Cynthia, um, thank you so much for making this trip such a wonderful experience. We cannot thank you enough. And to you, our loyal listeners, thank you for your support. Until next time, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.